something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you had a headache, my grandmother would be like, pasame el Vicks. Yeah, and And then she'd do it on her temples? Yes, right on on the temple of her forehead, Vicks Vapor Rub. If you wanted to go to sleep, you would put Vicks Vapor Rub, like, right under your eyes. Underneath the nose. Like, the nose, whatever Mm -hmm. it was. It was just so insane. It was I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. We never talked about, honey, um, I thought you were going to be so super proud of me the day when I wore a crop top. I was proud of you. I swear I really was. Were you? Did you really, though? I am proud of you. Anytime you show leg or, like, short shirt, I'm proud of you. Because you know it took everything in my being to show that little tiny sliver. You have the most amazing body. Like, you can wear whatever you want. You know what? And I, you don't. Okay, first, can I just... And sit? I can't, but I do. Oh, shut up. No, you don't. No, you have a beautiful... <laughs> see, like, you're so curvy and, like, luscious and, like, I don't know. There's yeah. something... And I'm not saying this for compliments, I promise you, because yeah. I'm not I'm not like that. What what I was saying, I was like, you know what? Like, I see Honey rocking this shit. Like, you come out with these, like, little hoodie, like, crop tops, and you and Bella, and, like, you guys are all on Instagram, and I'm just like, okay, if I'm not showing it now, I am ne- I'm not going to be out there at 55 showing this, like, flabby wrinkly belly you are not gonna be flabby or wrinkly you live a healthy so, lifestyle I, I try and i i swear to you the whole time and i looked back at these pictures and i was like hunchback of notre dame because i was so uncomfortable with myself like i was like i can't believe i'm showing my belly you know what you do I get you like a few sheer um body suits okay and that kind of like helps a little bit it does? even if it's like a flesh tone or underneath yeah you do it underneath so if you lift and there's like a little bit of sheerness and then you feel a little more comfortable and i said i need to get over this hurdle Carolina, I bought myself two crop me. tops. Yes, yes, yes. I got yes. two crop tops in my closet right now <laughs> as we speak. Thank you. So just Jesus. wait until 
Yes. They debut, and I will Today is 60. You should have worn it today. <laughs> but, but no, if you guys see her right now, she's wrapped up in a, wrapped up in a blanket uh, with, with a lumberjack like a shirt on. Talk plaid about, shirt. Talk about she's feeling like she's going to get sick in Freezing. the future. When your kids get sick, girl, forget it. I swear to you. Did I tell you guys about the strep and the scarlet fever? Yeah, we were here. We yeah. talked about it last week. Yeah. Well, strep, and now they're scarlet chilling, right? fever, a virus, an ear infection, and then now they're fine. And I said to Mark last night to my husband, I go... So the back of my throat isn't feeling great. And he's mm. like, he's like, uh-oh. And I go, yeah. He goes, do you want to sleep alone tonight? <laughs> I was like, no. He is trifling. I need you to cuddle me. I was like, I don't feel good. So, oh, wait, by the way, do we say that our names at the beginning? No, we don't do that anymore? Okay, They fine. know by this time. If, if exactly. y'all don't know, so, y'all started backwards. Now, this is me trying to prevent myself from getting sick. So I shoved that Zycam stuff up my nose. <laughs> I was like sucking on oranges this morning. I'm not even Pause kidding you. To all of this, Carolina. All of it. She's Everything. like shoving, sucking. What is happening right now? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's too early. Am I, is it that time, girl? Am I feeling a little frisky? Maybe. That's why I want to mark wake, not to go. You do wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I do. I do. No, so I've been trying to do all the home remedies. What did your mom give you when you were sick when you were younger? Vicks Vapor Rub. Vaporu. The only thing we didn't do was eat it, actually. That's, girl, I said I am. The, I saved everybody this morning because I thought I was like oh right after I got out of my shower because I take a nice hot shower I was like voy a poner un poquito de vaporú aquí and then I was like I, I'm gonna be smelling like a medicine cabinet it smells up terrible. in like KTU no can you tell me what type of ailments your mom used um, Vicks Vapor Rub for? So basically anything under the sun. I always say that if you ever saw my big fat Greek wedding, yeah. you know how Greek people use Windex for everything? Uh-huh. Latinos use Vaporu para todo. Like any ailment you have, anything, I, uh, ponga un poquito de Vaporu. I swear to God. And it, I used to think it was spelled V-A-P-O. R-O-O, Vaporu. Vaporu. it's not Vapor Rub. Because it was like one long Nobody word. Nobody ever said the B. Viva Poru. The B got lost. <laughs> it was like silent, like the G in lasagna, you yeah, know? No. So we, we lived for that. Did she ever put it on your feet and cover up your feet with some like nice thick socks? No, but you know what? My Colombian pedicure lady tells me like, oh, you ain't living, girl. Rub, that's how you're going to get your feet in order. I'm like, yes. wait, that's for like congestion. She's like, uh-uh, that even cures toenail funguses. I'm like, the shit you put in your nose when the you're congested. She is not playing. Carolina. I'm not, t- I'm not kidding you. So I need to lather my feet in Vicks Vapor Rub at so, night? So there's a process, okay? So what you do is you, like, massage, like, the vapor rub on the bottom of your feet, like, right, like, where the little curve is or whatever, uh-huh. and then you put on, like, thick wool socks, and it's supposed to help you just, like, get rid of everything. Bruh, them going to be some soggy feet while I sleep. Well, oh, yeah, Ugh. for sure, for sure. You're going to have, like, a little bit of, like, sweaty foot. But, um, and then also, the other thing, too, that I don't like is that they say you have to eat garlic. For what? Ajo. I'm so thrown off right now. Not with the Vicks Vapor Rub, though, right? Uh, if, you, if you're sick, you don't eat garlic with honey? Well, oh, yeah. That concoction. That's disgusting. And I said, you know what? I smell. Yes, honey. Yes. It, you, you, you mince the garlic into a little bit of honey, and you take a spoonful of it, and it's supposed to, I don't know. My mom used to call it rompepecho. Rompepecho. So rompe means break, and yeah. pecho means chest. So this concoction like breaks this, this, open your chest. Exactly. So like any type of like phlegm, congestion, or anything you're holding in. And I remember it was like lemon with garlic and honey. It was just purely disgusting. 
but it was just like, you better drink this. You won't get better. Or my mom will say, una limonada. Tiene que hacer una limonada. That's pure <laughs> limes, a little bit of water, some sugar, un poquito de azúcar, miel, and just drink that. And I said, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to add some rum. This just sounds like a drink I'm already. Gonna, I'm going to get it, it popping in the morning with my like Vicks and all kinds of stuff. I so. do still own Vicks, but let me tell you, my mom used Vicks for everything. I'm talking like if you got a mosquito bite, you were going to put Vicks Vapo rub some rub Yeah, absolutely. It. If yeah. you got a black and blue, you were going to put Vicks on it. If you had a headache, my grandmother would be like, pasame el Vicks. Yeah, and, and then she she'd would, do it on her temples? Yes, right on, yep. right on her, the temple of her forehead, Vicks Vapo Rub. If you wanted to go to sleep, you would put Vicks Vapo Rub like right under, under your eyes. Underneath the nose. Like the nose, whatever mm-hmm. it was. It was just so insane. It was just like this one item that in America people used for like uh, congestion, we used as like. For like a legitimate reason. No, this was like the cure-all, you know. Did you have the liquid Vicks that you would put in the humidifier? Oh, no, girl, that's too high tech for us. No, no, no. That was like next no, my level. Mom would, my mom would steam some water and she'd make us put our head over the pot. And I then it, <laughs> the, the, the vapor would come up. I don't know how Vicks hasn't then, capitalized off of this. No, they do now. You what know, they, they have, have these little night lights. Uh-huh. Girl, I'm going to school you right now. This is good shit. Um, so they have these little night lights, and you put the cartridge in, uh-huh. and it just gives out the, the, the Vicks? vapor. Yeah. And they, they have, like, lavender now. They have, like, all different kinds of, like, scents and stuff like that. We need all type. We even need um, Vicks uh, Vapor Rub mouthwash. You I know. feel like Vicks should be a sponsor right now after, like, everything that we're talking about. Them. For real. Delete all this, Andrew, know, right? unless they we cut a check. We money. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, my mom, this was the type of stuff that she would do. Anytime you would get wrapped in saran wrap you knew it was serious saran wrap you know yes kind of shit is that well because if you like you know but which by the way none of this absolutely none of this is medically proven or you know i mean this is just old wives tales mom and abuelita (laughs) you know so don't take our word for it abuela that and agua florida i don't know if you know what that is No, what is that it's like a a, it's like a clear bottle that like grandmothers would put all over their chest and it just smelled like was it holy water no it wasn't witch it wasn't holy Holy, i'm like Holy water. She's like, witchcraft. I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, no, it wasn't witchcraft. No. I'm like, I need to pick me up a bottle. Uh, no, it was just like, it's like uh, you would put it on. No, I'm about to throw you really. I'm, I'm what really you, gonna know, take I you know all the way back. Me. No, you don't. Menin. The, Did um, you ever use menin when you were a girl? Deodorant? When you were a baby? Deodorant or what is that? The per, the perfume. Girl, the oh, menin. The I used violets men- or something like oh, that. Oh, see, you guys were high class. No, we, we would were always we were broke use menin. <laughs> We would get that giant bottle of menin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to find it too. By the way, they, they have Look, to have this that. This is Agua Florida. I've never seen that before. Maybe it's like is a, that a Dominican? Maybe thing? it's like a Caribbean thing. Maybe. And it's like you buy it in like botanicas and stuff, and you okay. slather it on. But God forbid you go in the oven or try to fry up some food, you will burn the fuck up. <laughs> it is like pure alcohol. Agua Florida. It is not a game. Girl, I, this is the menin. This Show is me. menin right here. Does it have a baby on it? Yes. You know you've seen this before. Carolina, was there different She's colors? She's about to order it. She's about to, you know what? It might have been in purple or pink, I, I think. I think I know what you're talking about. But, yes. but I just don't remember the fragrances my mom put on me as a child, Carolina, you know? Talco para bebé. Baby oh. magic. Menon. Jesus Christ. That is what we She's a maniac. She's rock. on Amazon ready to order shit from Mexico so she can smell her childhood. I actually want to bathe my children in this. It's called by baby, baby magic. Oh, just word of caution, though, <laughs> by the way, if you're going to use the vapor rub, do not touch your privates because I've been there and it is. Or your eyes. 
or your eyes. Oh my God, can I tell you something? But especially your privates, yes? I remember one time, <laughs> my sister had a cold sore on her tongue and she put um, Vicks Vapor Rub on it. And she was like, this is going to cure it. I swear to God, it's all coming back to me now. Oh, that, that, I, I can like feel the stinging. Uh, and she was like, this is going to cure my, I'm like, what is happening? Why was I born into this family? I know, you're like trying to justify reasons and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the life that I've been dealt. Well, you know, my I was talking to my mom the other day and she told me about the time that I wanted to run away from home and that she and my dad still have the note. I was like six years old you and I said, note? I do not want to be a part of this family anymore. I believed I was adopted. Aww. And I said, by the way, I look exactly like my father, but I was just so rebellious and I like didn't want to listen to them and i was just like that's it i have had it i am leaving that used to be me, I can't but like every day actually more <laughs> and i was like i am done and they said that they watched my little ass walk to the end of the driveway with like this little tiny suitcase you were leaving they were letting you they were like let's see they what she were does howling inside the house Aww. and they said it's one of the funniest memories that they have of me as like a little kid just saying to them i've had it I'm out this bitch. I am leaving this family. So, yeah. Listen, I didn't even write a note. I would confront my mother face to face. I would be like, I cannot stand anything that happens here or you, and I'm leaving. Oh, first of all, maybe I'll just call CPS on you. My mother used to be like, bitch, if you call CPS, I swear to God, <laughs> I will beat you to a pulp, and then they're going to take you and put you in a group home, yeah. and that's where you're really going to struggle. I used to be like, okay, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll just fall back and eat my mango and go you know, in the back and clean my and drawers. And just sit in my room and stew. My mom <laughs> used to say to me, like, if I ever said, I'm telling, I'm telling on you, she would be like, go ahead, you tell on me, and I'll beat them, and then I beat you after and you're gonna get it worse i was like okay and all that's, right that's real talk i guess i'm not gonna tell anybody about my mom then nah so yeah <laughs> that was secrets well that's what motivated me i think at a very young age to get my first job okay Do you remember how old you were when you got your first job yeah i was still in high school i was like 15 16 yeah and um i was thirsty for money i always wanted like nice things did you get an allowance so like how did that allowance. work in your house i yeah. stood in line for welfare cheese i wasn't getting no damn allowance <laughs> it was no money okay my mother gave us food stamps to go to the smoke shop and get candy for real so then yes. you guys would go and that would be like your treat money right like that yes. was like your discretionary income yeah okay like a five dollar food stamp and then that's where you would like you know get junk food get your junk food get your doritos your hot talkies i would whatever. buy you know what i would buy always um the cigarette um candy because i was always like so grown and i would buy that fake oh, cigarette the ones candy that, like had like the puff like like yes. you would puff on and you it would make believe my mother used to slap the shit out of me oh, every really? time i would buy that candy you think you're a woman yeah but my mother smoked she smoked so you wanted to be so like her. I, I saw that like women smoked and i was like yeah i'm an adult too i smoke but it was like my candy cigarette I was terrible as a child. I, I'm sorry. We mom. are both. I'm telling you. I, I say to my mom, there are some days where I really look back and I credit her with like allowing me to live because of the way that I acted as a child. Not taking you out? Girl, I was so bad. I was a monster. Same. Yeah. And it's like, now Ay, I can look. Now I feel terrible. Should we call our mom? No. I. You know what? The first thing that I did after I had uh, Noah and I, the, like one of the first times that I ever punished him, which was just speaking strongly to him. I was crying my eyes out and I called my mom and my mom was like, do you see now? You do it out of love. Mm -hmm. You do it out of love because if not, you'll have a little like monster running around. Yeah, you know? they, they say it all the time. Like you'll never understand like what your mom was doing when they were disciplining you until you have your own children. Absolutely. So then what was your first job? Like what? Where, where was your actual first paycheck from? 
It was from a record store. No way. Oh. Yeah. I worked at Record Town, like at a mall. That was just like a bad situation overall. But anyway. Wait, but first of all, people don't even know what those are anymore. Malls? No, oh, no like the Record, record Town. Towns? Like, yeah. there used to be a store where you would go and you would like get a cassette or a CD and mm-hmm. they put out the new releases were up front. Yeah, and, right in the front. Know? We used to put the bins. And um, I remember I got my working papers. It was like senior year in high school. And I was like, shit, I got to go to prom and my mom and nobody's giving me any money. Right. So I got my job, my working papers, and I went to the mall and I just applied to like 30 stores. I remember I was living in Long Island. And then I got this job at um at Record Town. And boy, oh boy, was that a mess. But see, the mall was a whole situation. It though. really was. There's a culture in the mall. They were, I met all types of boyfriends in the mall. Because you know you would be like, hey, the dude at Sabaro was eyeing me when I was walking up in the food court. What's <laughs> up? What's up? Who do you know over at Sabaro? I worked at a mall too. I know. Listen, my thirsty ass just wanted the guy from like Pearson Pagoda or whatever the hell that was because he was selling jewelry and I needed that. <laughs> it was right across the street. But um, yeah, I remember my first my first job and I was just first I was just like putting stuff out. Eventually I made it to the register and then it was lit. I was like, listen, motherfuckers, y'all better come yeah. get everything you want. And then um, I would take like a, a blank cassette that was 99 cents. Uh-huh. So like if my friends would buy like 10 CDs, I would go like 10 times to the blank cassette because CDs were like 1899. We was broke as fuck. Scandalo. Exactamente. You were the system. I was, but listen, we Honey's were broke. the reason why we don't have Record Town anymore, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you are the reason. We were broke, Carolina. What do you want me to do? No, you know what? I'm not any better. I'm going to tell you what I did, but go ahead. Proceed. What, what was your first job? My first job, I had to get permission from my parents, um, and I was 14 years old. 14? Yes. Child labor situation is that? I wanted a job, and I wanted to be super independent. So my first job was at the snow cone hut, the Hawaiian ice snow cone hut in a parking lot. Now, think about how <sighs> shady that is. Not in a parking is. lot. That's dangerous. Yes, yeah, like... I would go early in the morning because my manager wasn't dumb. She was like, oh, I'm going to get this little girl to go open up. For I'm going to stay out super late. I would go and open up. And it was just basically a block of, you know, uh, Rapado? Like, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Like Icy's. So I would go there. She would count the cups. So she would say, um, you know, you would have to write the number of cups like uh, upon arrival. And then uh-huh. you would have to count the number of cups. Like so then she could deduct and see, you know, like it was all about. Some type of accounting the, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my brothers that were just awful would get those big gulp, like 7 <laughs> bring them from somewhere else and come and bring them with all of their friends they would like come they would pull up they'd be like what's up what's up can you hook me up with a watermelon right and i was like you guys this is wrong like, i felt so bad the pressure i had a conscience and then after i said to my mom i was like mom you gotta tell bob and renee and like they can't come and get free stuff from me anymore because that's stealing and my mom goes ay hija que te importa si yo voy a venir después and she was saying i'm gonna come later she, after i go shopping Mama, she wanted a free one, too. Mom wanted parts. I was like, this is so effed up, you know? So, but that's usually how it works, though. You know what it is? You take care of the people. You know, you give them a little discount. Of course. Yeah. I had every damn Disney movie because there was like a movie situation in the back. And I was like, oh, I love Lion King, Little Mermaid. Oh, and that's when they were first coming out. But it's weird because like I never took anything from the store. Just my friends would come in and I would right. give them discounts and stuff like that. And then I'd be like, save me all my stuff. Mary J. Blige, Met the Man. Oh, that new yeah. Wu-Tang album, that shit is mine too. We would fight like for the hall. When I would get home, I'd be like, no, no, no. You did not get the Mary J. Blige remixes. I swear. Because you knew. I knew when I got. You were keeping tabs. 
Listen, I still have my book, my CD book. Really? And it is like the ginormous one that had like four in the front, four in the back. You know you got the 30% employee discount on that. That's the only that reason too. why you had it. I bought that book. I really bought that book <laughs> yeah, to put all the, all the free CDs we had gotten. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed my first job. I don't remember how I quit or when I never went back. But I guess once I graduated and I went to prom, it was just like, okay. Well, how interesting is it that you chose to work at a record store for your first job and, like, look at where you're working now? It is. It is. You know what I mean? And you know what's crazy? I think back, and it's like, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I um, I would tell people which one were the new releases, which, which CD was better, and yeah. I remember, like, I, w- I really was always in the hip-hop section. And, mm-hmm. like, the, the top, like, we had, like, a top 100 single wall. Okay. And it's like, I could talk to you about anything and everything. And I remember I used to move, like, okay, this song is number one now. This one dropped to number seven. And that was, like, my wall that yes. I was, like, organized. And it's crazy because it's, like, if I would have stayed the course, I probably would have been in media, like, from day one. But, you know, I wanted to be thirsty and I wanted money. And I never saw, like, uh, a future in media. Yeah. I just felt like, how well, how am I going to work in music? Because you don't have connections. You don't know anybody. So it's just right. like, okay, let me just go the legal route. That'll yeah. work. That's Well, it typically it does. Um, so <laughs> after I did, because the seasonal job was... Um, that was only for the summer? That was only for the summer. So then I applied to um, Victoria's Secret of all places. You had all the panties. I had all the panties. I think I was the first girl in my Catholic school to wear a thong. Don't tell my mom. And I made sure that my boyfriend knew I was wearing a thong. I cannot stand you right I, now. I was, and it was lacy and frilly as fuck, but it was like the, the cutest little thing. The I uncomfortable swear. ass panties that you would never wear to work. I, I'm not even kidding you. My virgin <laughs> booty, it was so chafed. I was just like, why do people wear these things? I was just, like, this is horrible. Mom, do we have desitin? I know, for real. But like after, I feel like working in a place like Victoria's Secret or in retail definitely prepared me for like my future you know because I got to see how to um, not only take care of people customer service but you just dealt with all walks of life you know what I mean and with like, all walks of attitudes all exactly and like now I look back on it and I'm just thinking to myself like I I really am so glad that I started working as early as I did because I think that gave me a great work ethic like discipline uh, respect for management also following the law you you know what I mean? Like, we would get some really scandalous stuff that would come into Victoria's Secret. People would bring in used panties and stuff. That's disgusting. It was so gross. Like, I, and it got to the point where we said, we want gloves at the front desk because, or at the register, at the, mm-hmm. uh, at the cash shop. I don't blame you. Because we were like, I'm not going to take some funky old, you know, undies. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you say is the problem to return a pair of five-dollar panties? Girl, people would come, and not only would they want to return the panties and get get a credit they would want like something extra on top of it for their trouble and i was like uh i don't have the authority to to do that um i could basically like give you a return but then they start fighting with you and causing a scene so yeah working in retail i would highly suggest it to everyone at some point in your life because it'll make you appreciate when you go to stores how hard people work you know what i mean the only thing retail made me appreciate is like uh please get out of customer service like oh yeah it, that's, it, because that's true i feel like it weighs you down it does like you, you could be in an amazing mood and then a, a customer with a disgusting attitude will will just come up to you and then sometimes i'm the type of person i can't shake it off yeah so like if we have a confrontation in the morning i kind of like carry it throughout the whole entire day and I keep, well you like absorb their energy i you do know? and i keep rethinking like i should have said this why did they say that next what, time what? they come in i'm gonna say this next time they come in i'm gonna have my hand ready like bitch slap you don't play right? with me 
But um, yeah, no, retail definitely not for me. I can't, in no way, shape, or form, like uh, coddle people. Yeah, I think. Well, obviously, I feel like I would, I would not go back to that place again, uh-huh. just because you know I'm in a different space in my life. But I do think it's important, like when my kids eventually want to have a job, because I said to my husband, I was like, you know, our kids are gonna have to have a job. Of course. And he was like, why? And I said, well, he never had a job when he was growing up. Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think he started working at Costco, like maybe when he was like the summer before he went to college or something like that, uh, which explains a lot. Um, (laughs) So I said to him, I was like, you know, when the boys are older, even if they're bagging groceries, I don't care. They need to learn what it's like to earn a paycheck. You have to. Like, sometimes we have interns, and they're like, they come here like for an internship 20 hours a week, and they're like late and leaving early and being tired. Right. And I'm like, when I went to college, I worked full time. Mm-hmm. So I be I, I just stay puzzled all the time. Like, what are you tired about? Well, you know what it is, too, that I was going to say is that, like, working at a place like Victoria's Secret, I probably would have never been exposed to, like, the manager who was a single mother. And you know what I mean? Like, those yeah. are things that, like, I, I would have never at a six, as a 16-year-old girl working there, like, to befriend somebody who's in her 30s and kind of hear her struggle and see what she's going through. And I think it helped me navigate a lot throughout life. Like, you know, what do I not want to do? Or I would listen to people. I'm definitely, like, I can learn from other people's experiences there are some people who need to experience something to learn uh-huh. i'm not one of those people like if you tell me that something you'll happened take- to you i'll take your advice i'll be like oh you know what that happened to my home girl i'm not gonna that's do good that, you you'll know? take my word for it a lot of people just like until they don't fall in the hole they don't believe it's on in the ground or that it's possible yeah you know? No, i know what you're saying so you're talking about these like interns and these kids that are coming in and they don't understand like you know no it is super important to be punctual it's super important to be like dressed and on time and prepared and ready and, you know, and stay late and come early and just go to extra mile. You know, I've caught interns like sneaking out before like work is even over. I'm like, where are you going? Well, then those those kids, though, I have to say, I don't see a long future in the medium. You know what I mean? Because it's like if you're already trying to bust out and you're just interning, then you have no idea what you're in for when it comes to this stuff. In the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with me, it's um after I did like work, miscellaneous work here and there, but I eventually landed in the legal field really early. At like 18 years old, I was already working in the legal field. Okay. So like what kind of exposure did that give you? It gave me a lot of exposure. Right. And, and it was weird because I, it matured me so much because I was the baby mm-hmm. and all I dealt with was like lawyers judges doctors surgeons experts I'm talking like architects like it it, it expanded me in, in such a broad way including my vocabulary the way I wrote and, and it inspired me actually to go on to college because um when I graduated high school like college wasn't really a thing it was just like my mom went back to Dominican Republic so now I was like independent but had no income and mm-hmm. didn't know I couldn't get loans so I went to like something called job corps okay Job Corps, it's like, um, it's labeled for like troubled kids. So like if a kid gets arrested, they might send them to Job Corps instead of sending him sending them to jail. But it's free and it's like a government thing. Okay. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll get like a business and clerical little degree and I'll just get a job. So I started working at the law firm and then that's where I caught the bug. Is it almost like a trade? Um, like trade like, school. Like yeah. a trade school yeah. like so where they kind of like, place you in different. You could like, be like a welder, a carpenter, um, a chef mm-hmm. or a sous chef. I don't know what it is. But we you, need more of that, man. We have them. People just don't know, but they're all over new york they're like city or they're either city or state you know funded programs okay. for kids yeah and uh, like if you don't have you could get your gd there and then you get like a technical degree it, it's around 
And um, but when I went to work at the law firm, uh-huh. I was just like, oh, my God, these people are doctors. These people are lawyers. These people have degrees. And it kind of like lit a fire mm-hmm. in me. And then what I would do is I would work at the law firm full time, nine to five. And then I would go to school at night. Wow. Yeah. Like I never that's why sometimes like I think and that developed like a real like hatred towards lazy people. I can't stand lazy people. Right. I can't stand people that tell me they're sleepy or that they're tired. I can't get it because like, it, I have it, too much going on. Girl. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, hold on. Especially young people that don't work when they're like, yeah, I'm so sleepy. I was studying. I'm like, wait, but I worked full time and I went to school full time. Like, where's the disconnect? Like, what? I know I'm not superhuman. Right. So th- that, I think, also made me um, made me a person that expects a lot from people. That's tough, too. It is super tough because I expect so much from people. Like, if you work 30 hours, I don't think that's a lot. Like, right. you're not going to tell me you're tired or that you need a vacation. You barely work. Tell me you work 60 hours, and I'm like, okay, I'm super impressed. You know, props to you. But then that doesn't allow for me to have, like, sympathy towards people. Right. Or, like, I have a very low tolerance level for people being sick, mm-hmm. tired, yeah. sleepy, you muscle through it. hungry. Oh, that shit annoys me. Yeah. It's just like, listen to me. I haven't eaten since yesterday. Get to work. Yeah. Like get a like, protein bar. I haven't <laughs> had breakfast. I'm like, what is going on right now? Everybody, let's get busy. Yeah. But uh, the law firm taught me a lot. A but lot, I lot, think lot, that's lot. like, that's a tough thing for me to deal with. I think I'm extremely critical. I'm uh-huh. very, um, I place a lot of pressure on myself. So I tend to place that same pressure on others. Yeah. Which isn't fair because not everybody produces the same way that you do. You don't. You know what I mean? So it's like I may be able to function off of five hours of sleep, but I can tell you right now, my sister cannot. My sister Elizabeth is just one of those people. She needs a full eight hours or she is like unbearable, you know? And so I think in getting older, you know, navigating kind of those relationships and understanding like, okay, well, this is what makes that person tick. But I do too. Like, I mean, when somebody comes up to me and tells me they're tired, I'm like, bro, you're going to sit here and tell me you're tired. I just worked a 20 hour day. You know what I mean? Like, I took care of two kids. I just did a morning show. I went to a party. I did a concert, which, by the way, those things are work. They are. You know what I mean? A lot of the times, those are work. We may look like we're having fun. Not today, but a different day. Can we talk about the misconception of people thinking that because we work in media, we don't work? A hundred percent. We have to go there because somebody said something to me the other day about my Instagram story. And I'm like, if you only knew, if you only knew what it took for me to like even get that story up there, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think like first jobs going back, though, to like what we were talking about. I think they're super important. And I really do think that they can like frame the type of worker you're going to be, you know, like you learned by osmosis, by being around all of these super highly intelligent people and seeing their situations and the cases and things like that. And I think that I learned um, a lot of empathy by being around some of the people that I was exposed to at such an early age, you know. So I think we got to get all the kids out there working. We have to. I'm. That's just me. You know, and it, I feel like they need to he- know that there's another authority, not just mom and dad, not, you know, like your manager, whoever it is. You've got to learn how to work with people and for people. And you also have to learn the value of money and how how hard it is to earn five hundred dollars when you guys will ask for five hundred dollars to buy, you know, some Yeezys or some shit. Like, oh, you please. know, you have to work a whole week. My- 
Some people work a whole week for five hundred dollars. Absolutely, these kids want like everything, like oh Versace sneakers and this and Balenciaga that and babe hoodies. A babe hoodie could be like four hundred dollars, and they don't have no problems asking for it. I'm gonna keep my kids as like as shield uh, or like sheltered or as shielded as I can from all of that stuff because it's like right now they're wearing freaking H and M and you know Good. like whatever Zara like because I say they're, they're outgrowing all of this mm-hmm. stuff, but I see a lot of like where I live there are a number of affluent people. You mm-hmm. know there. Are a lot of people who um, give their kids a lot and and that's fine you know do you but you know if I can get away with getting my kid in some vans and having him feel confident in who he is then I'm gonna have him rock it you know but like if there's the point where he does need like you know and I say need because when you're that age you need them you You don't want them I need them mom (laughs) you know when it comes to that point we'll have to figure out like kind of a point system or something so we'll figure that out so do you want to go to the salon yeah let's take some time and step into the salon I need a tissue I'm like done Yep, Hi, that one. I'm over here. Never touch your lips to a microphone. I is know, this your first day in radio? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Girl, you no, really never touch. You can't. Oh, move the, yeah, jiggle it around sometimes. This is the moment where, you know, we take either a listener email, a listener call, or sometimes we have a live listener in the studio, and they get to ask us a question, and we try to give them um, the best advice we can. Yes, we, we try. We attempt. That's the key word. And today we have um, Diamond Cooper in the building. <laughs> Diamond, you're adorable. Hello. Thanks. At Diamond Sincere on all socials. Oh, how'd you know? I just, I don't know. I remembered okay. it. <laughs> Look at Carolina. She knows. Diamond, introduce yourself. Like, how long have you been around? Where do you work? Uh, what do you wow, consider yourself? Okay. Well, hello. I'm Diamond. I'm 24. I've been at iHeart on and off for what, like four years now? Mm hmm. It's a long time. I work for the Elvis Duran Morning Show. <laughs> She just producer. did a hair flip. I cannot. <laughs> That's like the first time I've ever said it out loud. Oh That's so okay. amazing. Um, and what else? I'm obsessed with honey. Yes. Don't look at her. And she I'm obsessed her with mom. you. She called her mom called when she walked mom, in. So there's she's like my mom. clearly a relationship listen, here. Listen, listen. I have given this girl Aww. so much therapy. She would go to my desk and sit on it every single every day. day. And so did you she, intern at Power? Or? Yeah, she did. Okay. That's where the you started. Yeah. No, I started in promotions. So oh. I interned in promotions for like four months. Okay. And then I came back the next semester and mm-hmm. I interned for Power for Angie's show. Two semesters in a row. Oh, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so you were a repeat. Yeah. Yeah. And I just never went you. away. I was obsessed with them. Oh, good. Yeah. She's so been here forever. What's yeah. going on, girl? She's like, we're not going to talk about me anymore. Or we can sit here and watch yeah, you. Right? And yeah, we can. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I feel kind of bad for even thinking about this because, like, honestly, I don't want to seem ungrateful, right? Okay, okay. But Valentine's Day is next week, right? Mm-hmm. And this is my first boyfriend in like a long time that I actually like. So I'm like, <laughs> there's a lot of pressure, you know? And I'm like kind of sensitive, like way more sensitive than I would be on a regular day. Okay. But um, so we were texting because he's away. He's deployed right now. And oh, he's wow. like, um, oh, uh, <laughs> I made a big deal about Valentine's Day the other day. And he kind of like just brushed it off. He's like, what is Valentine's Day? Like, leave me alone. Like joking, right? Uh-huh. And so he today was like, uh, you wear a size eight, eight and a half, right? So I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Are you going to be nice for once? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And he's like trying to be like hush, hush about it. But we had a conversation about <laughs> furry Crocs. You know, the Crocs that have like the inside uh, in like it. The like, Sherpa, yeah. like the Sherpa. Like the little thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, I really feel like he's going to like, you know, send them to me as a Valentine's Day gift. Like, you know, because he's being practical. 
right? Uh huh. But like, I really want like flowers or something like that. Mm. And I think it would be cuter. You know, it's Valentine's Day, not just like a regular day. Like, you could send those furry Crocs any day. Mm. You know For real, I mean? through Amazon, like, right? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah. But then it's like, he's being practical because, like, and I'm, <laughs> I'm allergic to flowers. I can't have edible arrangements because I'm allergic to fruit. Oh, the okay, flowers. So, wait, you want flowers, but you're allergic to them? <sighs> Yeah, like Send her they're plastic cute. ones. They're cute. I mean, and it's like, oh, like it's Valentine's Day. I got flowers on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's what she's supposed to do. Anaphylactic shock. No. Exactly. Like, that's not I just, cute. I know. But like, <laughs> it's like, just. Oh. So, so what do you want to do? You want to tell him or you feel like you're being ungrateful? I, I do feel like I'm being ungrateful, which is why I can't say anything. But I am going to use the Crocs. But it's just like, what do I, you can't Instagram a picture of Crocs and say that my boyfriend. No. Here we go. For, no. Here we go. For, okay. for Valentine's Listen. Day. You know what I mean? No, I feel. You. No, now we cannot. Now no. we're getting. Uh, now we're getting to what the real problem is. She's worried about the gram. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I usually don't care, honey. You can attest to it. I don't even post on Instagram like that. Exactly. But it's just that, like, well, now know. you're big time on the Elvis Duran show, so you're thinking about these things. Exactly. And uh, like, what am I gonna do? Like, oh. And then if I don't post anything, then I feel like the lurkers are gonna be like, oh, they broke up. Or slap in the face to him, like you're not proud of the fact that he gave you a gift. Oh, like you I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh, like, can you imagine what he got me. First what if he cares? I'm not posting the Crocs. No, I don't think so we're either. not posting the Crocs. I'll probably post my like a cozy day at home with the Crocs on. Are they like and post Malone like, oh, Crocs? Are these Balenciaga Crocs? Or what, like, definitely what are we not Balenciaga. Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? The big so, humongous the Balenciaga big, giant, ones, like platform ones. So no, let me. Can I be honest with you? So how long have you been dating this guy? like four months oh honey. but i'm obsessed with oh. him and he's obsessed with me and we just might be getting married this is what oh, i call wow. young love okay this is Ooh. young love it's adorable isn't it i'm obsessed now <laughs> so cute you know what they say a man should never give a woman shoes because she'll walk out of his life oh he already he already got me those for christmas so it's oh okay. okay well then... we're, we're unconventional oh you're unconventional okay so yeah. you're not superstitious <laughs> that at is all. the word right um, <laughs> That is the word. I am so thrown off right now by Diamond right now. I am just like, like, she's amazing. I want to like wrap her up and put her in my pocket. But um, so what does he, do you want these Crocs? Like where did this come from? Okay, so the conversation, I don't even remember how it started, but like, I think he said something and I was like, oh my gosh, they they seem like they'd be so comfortable. Like, oh my gosh, I probably wear them all the time. And I do need a new pair of Crocs. So I'm pretty sure I said that. Okay. Just because I'm like a Crocker, like. Right. I don't, I'll wear Crocs to the no store. No shame. Right. I don't mm-hmm. care. Right. Yeah, you know, like, so just put on. the Crocs in like a real amazing gift bag and take a picture of the gift bag. And then I know you love your mom and you love your grandma. So mm-hmm. you're going to get mom beautiful flowers, grandma the chocolate. And then you'll we'll send it, them. I don't want you touching yeah. those flowers, girl. <laughs> like, why and are then, we talking about the flowers? I'm and learning. then tell them to get you pictures and just post all that good shit on the gram. And he's happy. Mom's happy. Grandma's happy. I'm not putting them in a, in a bag. I'm going to put the crock box on can i just can i bring something to light just that you may be missing is that bigger than the gesture is that he actually listened to something that you wanted someone said that earlier and i think that's so cute but it's just like he paid attention and even though it's practical i think it's more important to have a guy who listens 
than a guy who's going to go and like take the easy route. You know what I mean? Like he could easily go and get you some lingerie or like, you know, he could Ugh. because you can't have flowers or yeah. fruit or what, what, like, what can you have? Nothing. Like, nothing. Nothing um, at all. Besides he could get Chipotle. you some Cetaphil. He could. Not Cetaphil. <laughs> you're, you're not allergic to that. That's like non-allergenic. No. Yeah, um, you're right. So, you know, I just think it's like you have to think of like how thoughtful the gesture is and how, you know, you guys are so young, like you're, you're starting out. Oh, like, can't you tell so he's early. obsessed with me if he Absolutely. Listens? Absolutely. No, wait, where is he deployed? Uh, Bahrain. That's incredible. Will you do us a favor and thank him for his service? Oh, of course. Because that is just, that is one of the biggest, most amazing jobs I think that anybody could have. And so I I applaud him. What's his name? Samuel. Samuel, we love you. We thank you. We're obsessed with you, Coley. Yes. Crocs all day, baby. (laughs) I don't think you did anything wrong. Oh, he won't hear this, though. Okay. I'm I'm keeping this far away from him. Well, somebody will tell him. Oh, you, <laughs> what if he gets upset with me? For he what? Would, you know what? Then you just be honest and say to him, look, you know what? I didn't know what to do. I wanted to get other people's opinions. I just say keep it real and honest and open. That's it. I understand. Listen, Valentine's, yeah. Valentine's Day, and there's a lot of pressure. It's like you look at the gram, and it's like, oh, my husband has the whole house full of balloons and 30 dozen roses, and you're like, oh, okay. Or like, you do know you what? you see this, babe? Yeah, there are some people that go, like, <laughs> if your man ain't doing this, he ain't doing it right and they have like flowers on the bed yeah. and they have like the bit like you said the balloons and the purses and the shoes and all of this everything stuff. yeah and i have to be honest with you you know if my husband did that and i came home one day i would be suspicious i'd say what did you do <laughs> he is just not the type so for me i celebrate the fact that like you know we talked about valentine's day before we don't we don't actually like recognize it as a holiday we do things for each other all the time but that doesn't mean that people who love valentine's day shouldn't enjoy it you know so don't worry about what people think about you on i the usually gram. don't care mm-hmm. but like this is different oh Oh, and he's away, so, so it's like, you know, okay, so what are you getting me for Valentine's You better Day be situation? nice. Yeah, I know. He's like, away fighting for our country, Diamond. You're acting right. like he's in Paris <laughs> having fun. You need to be, like, <laughs> sweet-talking him, like, not, like, you know, what are you doing? What, what are you getting him? Yeah, what are you getting him? Wow, okay, Dad. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> well, keep it a secret. Let us know. No, nothing. A little sexy FaceTime or something? I don't know. Can you nah, do that? I doubt it. He'll, no. he'll be like, send a gift, bitch. That's not no gift. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much I've spent in care packages alone already? I was going to say, do you send like Girl Scout oh. cookies and like, uh, oh, like little that been post-it no. notes or things like that? I've heard like no, socks. and like huge. No, I just ask him what he wants and like he'll like make a list and then I send a huge box of like too much of it. Oh. And you know. So I just feel like, and I sent stuff for his friends too. Are you kidding? Yeah, you're oh, that girl. I mean, I don't know you right now. I yeah, know. she's in love. Love she will really do some is. crazy it's things. So cute. We're gonna get married. She dated every man ever. That every man. Ev- they would play, press like on one of her Instagram pictures. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, like it'll get out. Like, I don't know her yeah, right now. Are you kidding? And now I'm obsessed and like. Well, good luck. I yeah, want to see the Crocs. I Make can't sure wait you send to us see a picture these fuzzy of Crocs. Oh, they better not be green. What size are you? Eight. Eight, eight, and eight and a half? Perfect. We're each other's We can share them? <laughs> Bring them oh. to work, Diamond. Congratulations on the new job, oh, and we thanks. love you. We're so happy for thanks you. Thanks for dropping by. Thanks, girl. If you guys have any questions that you want to send over to me and Carolina, life in Spanglish podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and um, also you can follow us on all socials, L.I. Spanglish. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We could use your help. We want to stay in that top what 200 200. (laughs) we're living there forever yes we hope so so thank you guys so much for listening bye 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.